Welcome to the Go After Your Passion podcast with Christina Crowley. Live a life you love. If not now, when? Here's Christina. Welcome to the podcast. I am Christina Crowley, and today I have with me Kelly Whitman. And Kelly, thank you for being with me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to talk to you today. Oh, you're welcome. So, so tell the audience a bit about yourself. Yes, I am a brand strategist and designer. I have a studio called Witten Company. And then I also have a home renovation blog that I run with my husband called North Country Nest. And we live about an hour north of Minnesota, or Minneapolis, excuse me, in Minnesota. Um, and I've been in business for about four, four and a half years now. And so what inspired you to get into your business? And, and maybe go a little bit more about what a brand strategist does. Yeah, that's a great question. So for me, my journey, it started with the home renovation blog. Uh, my husband and I had purchased our first home and his family is not from the area. So we had started this as a way to keep them connected with all of the renovations and the projects that we were doing. And through there, I made connections with other bloggers and started offering digital marketing services. Uh, my background is in marketing. I went to school for advertising and marketing. So that kind of organically grew and Wit & Company from there was born. So having this home renovation blog and then Wit & Company started as digital marketing services or offering those. And from there, a friend had asked me to do some marketing and branding for her husband's new salsa company that he wanted to start. And I absolutely fell in love with the branding process and helping them create something from nothing and bringing this vision to life and giving them the ability to an assets to be able to pursue this new passion that he had. And the rest is kind of history. The digital marketing services a little bit fell to the wayside. I really fell in love with branding, as I had mentioned, and started focusing and going all in on that area. Um, so to answer your question then, as brand strategy and design, so what I do is work primarily with service providers and through the brand strategy, it's more so that communication plan. So how do you want your brand to be experienced? How do you want it to be communicated? What do you want every touch point to, that someone may have with your brand? Um, what do you want them to think, to feel? So we, I work with clients to help them decipher that and really get clear on what that brand experience will be. And then from there, we use that strategy to guide the brand design. So that's more the traditional, when you think about branding, like the logo, the fonts and the colors and all of that fun stuff. And when you're doing that, do you start at the beginning with most clients? Are they in different places? Uh, with what their branding is? Do they have an idea what branding is? Do you, do you have to do a lot of education? Mm, what kind of, how do you go that process? Yeah, that's a great question. So a lot of the clients that I work with primarily one-on-one, -on -one, just because it is more of an investment in terms of your time, your money, and your energy. My clients have been in business for at maybe a year. They have clarity around who they've worked with, they've taken action, they have a little bit of a proven process for what they want their business to look like. So in terms of you know, where they're at, it's usually they've DIY'd their brand from the beginning because it's very, you know, it's budget friendly. You're usually trying to do all of the things. And 
So they have maybe a DIY logo or something that they had purchased on Etsy, which is a really great, you know, starting point. But oftentimes in business, when and as you grow, you'll get to a point where you realize things aren't consistent, they aren't cohesive. And that's when it's really great to bring in someone like a brand strategist or a brand designer who can help you take all of these things that you've been working with for since the beginning of your business and help to create more of that cohesive and consistent brand um, and kind of streamline everything. And what, what challenges do you, what did you overcome personally within your business? Yeah, great. A lot. Every day I feel like there's a new challenge. But I think specifically, you know, the, the thing that comes to mind first is as I'm not a, I did not go to school for graphic design. So as a self-taught designer, I think that's been the biggest struggle that I have worked through, a lot of that imposter syndrome. And not because I wasn't professional or not even professionally, but um, you know, in went to school for graphic design and had that background and took the more self-taught path. Um, that was probably my biggest challenge and understanding that just because I didn't go to school for this um, doesn't mean that I'm not qualified or having the skills to be able to do the work. I think I've learned from there or from you know that experience is that if you really do enjoy the process, you can learn and you can develop skills and expertise in the area if it's something that really lights you up and something that you're very you know, you're passionate about and you're excited about and you love the actual work. How does that translate to you when you're when you're assisting your clients? Um, I think it translates really well. I just it's a great commonality because especially when we think about you know developing a brand, I love working with other entrepreneurs who are very passionate about the work that they do because it shows up when you show up, when you're excited about the work that you're doing, when you're excited about your brand, when you're excited about your business, it shows with how you present yourself. And when people come in contact with you, they know if you love what you're doing. And I think, you know, oftentimes I encourage my clients and my community to know that just because you don't have those um, the credentials or whatever the case may be that you feel like you're falling short on, it doesn't matter as long as you love what you're doing and that shows. Yeah, I, uh, I read something by a mentor of mine who, when she was first starting out in her own coaching business, uh, a CEO who she coached told her, nobody knows what they're doing. As much yeah. as I have, nobody knows what they're doing. And so that helped her with her imposter syndrome. And I've always, I've always thought about that. I'm like, yeah, that's true. If a CEO feels that way, then so can I. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's okay. Yeah. yeah. It's so fascinating. So that, that has to, that really has to help you with your clients, I'm sure. And so with your clients, or, or when does somebody know that they need a brand strategist? Mm, great question. Yeah, it, you know, a lot of times, I guess with the, the, the people that I work with are, we're very feelings. I, the way that I work with brand and I talk about what your brand is, it's kind of feeling. So how do you want someone to feel when they experience your brand? So as a business owner, I think I use that kind of same logic to know when you're ready. So if your brand isn't feeling right, and oftentimes 
I find this with my clients too, they can't quite put their finger on it in terms of, oh, like this is exactly what the problem, you know, quote unquote, what the problem is with my brand. This is why I need to hire someone. It's more so of that it's not feeling good for them or they're maybe subconsciously you're holding back from showing someone your website or sending them to, you know, giving someone your business card or putting yourself out there because you're not confident in how your brand is or can be perceived based on how it looks. So oftentimes clients will come to me because of that external, it doesn't look the way that they want it to, but the more that we dig in, it starts with, as I mentioned in the beginning, that strategy. So they're not sure how to communicate the work that they're doing. How do they talk about their services? What makes their brand unique? How do they position themselves in their category, their space or their industry? So it's, it's kind of a balance between Maybe if you're struggling with how to communicate your brand or what you do, but also if you aren't confident or excited about how your brand looks, um, I think those are two pretty good, maybe, um, red, I don't want to say red flags, but just things to think about that it might be worth talking to a brand strategist and designer to get their feedback and see if they can help you out. And with brand strategy, uh, is there one particular part of brand strategy that you find uh, people are doing, yeah, kind of okay with, but one place where they really go, you know, because you, like you said, there's a lot to do with their yourselfers out there. And yeah. until, is it, is it like you said, red flags? I guess what I'm trying to ask you is, you know, is there a catalyst for a client coming to you other than they just don't feel right? That's a really great question. I think, you know, oftentimes it can be that maybe their sales aren't there. I mean, that might be the biggest or the easiest um, way to the, the easiest or the most, the catalyst, if you will. And I would say also, if you're in this camp of thinking that you can or want to serve everyone, that's usually another really big catalyst for it's time to talk to someone or get some other feedback, uh, especially with when we talk about brand strategy and maybe like that number one thing, the number one tip that I can give someone is getting really clear on who you want to work with and who you're serving. So who are you for? And having clarity around that ideal client so that you can communicate to them in the most effective and efficient and influential way. So is, so maybe it kind of sounds to me like, they kind of need to know who their niche is exactly um, for you to be able to or help them or do you kind of help do you, how do you help them if they're kind of like i don't know exactly who this is do you point them in the right way to figure out who their niche who their client is so that yeah. you can then communicate to them yeah absolutely so part of the brand strategy process i send over a pretty in-depth workbook where there's quite a large section that dives into who you serve. So who is this person? And oftentimes, if my client hasn't been in my community for a while, they'll give me that answer of, oh, I don't know who it is, or I think it's this person A, but I also really want to work with person B. I also want to work with person C. And we really hone in on let's pick one person. And I think there's a lot of scarcity mindset that can come in and come up around that idea of really honing in on one niche or specific person or category or whatever you want to call it uh, and make sense for your business. But 
what I encourage people and what I say over and over again is just because you focus your messaging and your brand and your experience on that particular ideal client doesn't mean that other people outside of there won't work with you. Um, for you know, example, right now, I, my primary ideal client and who I serve, where what lights me up the most is working with service providers. But right now, I'm working with someone who's starting a new product. Um, we, the personality meshed really well. We were both excited to work with each other, and it just seemed to be a great fit. She's not the exact person in my ideal client, what my marketing is targeted to. But like I mentioned, the personality fit, and we both agreed that this would be a good relationship and wanted to move forward. So I think from that perspective, we can get caught up in this scarcity mindset of, if I go all in on this one person, then no one else, in, everyone else outside of that particular client won't want to work with me, which I just don't think is true. I don't know. What are your thoughts? I think, you know, and I, I think the riches are in the niches. Yeah. And I think... It is hard to get over that scarcity mindset mm -hmm. um, because, you know, in in the world we're in today, it's it's a it's a place of fear. And rather than, you know, there are businesses that are growing, there are customers to be had. Mm -hmm. We will get through this. And so it sounds like you're part, uh, you know, business strategist, part artistic, part psychologist. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. I never thought about it that way. But yeah, you know, we do. And I think, you know, I mentioned this in the beginning, but it's very important of the branding process for you to be vulnerable, I think. And I love creating that safe space for my clients because the more you can share with me about what your vision is, which can be a pretty vulnerable place of like, oh, this is scary to admit, but this is what I want my business to be in two to five years. Um, it can be a pretty like scary thing. So yeah, I, I think it's important for you to have a great relationship with anyone that you're working with, um, but especially someone who's doing something that can be as personal as your brand. So do you have any like uh, success stories you can tell us about, you know, you took someone from, you know, the beginning and, you know, and what they found out, what they developed and, you know, what kind of nice things, good things happened for them? Yeah, I, I think the biggest transformation that I love seeing with clients is that they really feel confident about how they're showing up specifically online, because that's majority, um, if not all of my clients operate on the online space. And being able to help them clearly articulate what they do and why it's important and why it matters in a way that will connect with their, their ideal client. So, um, I, you know, from that perspective, just being able to talk to people and then have them, you know, share with me that, Hey, I'm pitching myself and I am doing email marketing now. And I'm so excited to have this website. I just wrapped up with a website client today and she had sent me this message about how she's so excited to finally have a great place and a home for her to send people that looks great and that she's excited about and confident in sharing. So I think that biggest thing is just allowing people and empowering them to be confident in how they're showing up online. It does such a great thing for your business. And it's kind of like this ripple effect of when you're confident with how you look, then you start showing up in other places and putting yourself out there more because you know that you have something cohesive and consistent to show the world and you feel good about 
what you're saying because you're not confused by anything. You have that structure and that clarity. Yeah. And, and that just sounds like an amazing feeling. It is. Well, I mean, you think about your own business and when you are clear on what you're doing or what you're trying to communicate, you just show up differently. You know, I think about when, even for me, when I first started, um, I, you know, I felt like I was kind of all over the place and it takes action to get that clarity. But when it finally all feels good and falls into place, there's nothing like it. And that's what is so much fun about being a business owner um, is figuring out what that puzzle is. But then when it does, when all when the pieces start to come together, oh, it's just the best feeling in the world. That's, that's wonderful. So if someone's inspired by you today or they hear themselves thinking, yeah, it, it's time. If they're inspired <laughs> by you, how do they get involved either with you or how do they learn more about, you know, what, you know, niching down their brand? Yeah, I'd love to connect with your listeners. So I have, my website is Wit and Company. It's W-I-T-T. And I do have a free brand resource library that has a ton of great information there specifically around, um, you know, building your brand strategy, honing in on that ideal client. So I definitely would love for them to check that out. And then I also have a free Facebook community uh, where I do weekly Facebook lives. So I'm, I'm sure you'll include the link um, in the comments on that as well or in the show notes, but I'd love to see the listeners in there also. Absolutely. We'll have put all those links uh, within the notes to the show on the website so that they can get in touch with you. Should anybody, um, you know, feel, you know, see themselves in, in needing to be your, to get involved in what you do. I think it's, I think it's really, really wonderful. And uh, well, thank you, Kelly. You're a wealth of information. You obviously have a lot of passion for what you do. I do. And I really appreciate you having me on today. This was great. Thank you for being here. Thanks for listening to Christina. Now go after your passion.